0: Hello and welcome to the NRL Fantasy Podcast presented by Yui. My name is Chris Kennedy. I'm joined in the studio as always by fellow fantasy enthusiast, Don Brock. Don, we had a, a massive uh, origin finale last night. Queenslanders clawed one back to uh, make it a 2-1 series. Looks like all of our relevant fantasy guys have got through unscathed, although it sounds like the Panthers won't be backing up. Yep. Um, time to get into back into NRL land and back into fantasy. How are you placed for the run home?
1: Pretty good, I think. I've got my uh, 17 sorted, so as long as I have no other injuries in the next two months, it should be uh, smooth sailing. That probably won't happen. but uh, I was going to say, across. you're
0: safe. I wouldn't worry about yeah. it.
1: Um, But anyway, yeah, uh, cracker of an Origin game uh, Wednesday night. Kudos to Queensland for getting a good win. Kudos to the Blues for winning the series. Everyone's happy. So, um, yeah, fingers crossed, apart from the Panthers we're about to talk about, um, yeah, all the players come through this weekend.
0: Absolutely. All right, well, let's start off. With the Panthers, because they're the uh, the first game of the round, 6 p.m. Friday, they host the Sharks out there at Penrith. Um, news this morning, they have confirmed that their three origin reps who were initially named in the reserves list uh, will, in fact, not play. So they're looking at being something like the one to 17 that was named on Tuesday, which means a debut at fullback for Caleb Aikens, recently re-signed. Uh, he comes in in place of Doan Wateniz-Lesniak, who's out for a couple of weeks. Um, elsewise, uh, obviously, uh, young halfback Jerome Luai had an explosive, um, wasn't his NRL debut but run-on debut um, last up with 98. He was an absolute sensation um, and a couple of their other guys like Viljami Kikau are still kicking along nicely.
1: Yeah, so Luai and Tyrone May who also had a good game scored 59 kind of got dwarfed by um, Luai's massive score um, yeah I mean as soon as got, those guys played so well and they got uh, a good win it looked likely that the Panthers were going to rest uh, Cleary and Maloney this week which is what has happened um, which makes sense I still wouldn't be picking up Luai necessarily unless you're mm. happy for one week of points and then yeah. to disappear forever which is probably going to happen for the rest of this season.
0: His negative a million break even looks tempting. <laughs> <laughs> yeah
1: for a very very short-term uh, gain but um, yeah kick is the, the interesting one back in the starting team um, was you know ran rampant last week against the Warriors um, is he is he back to keeper status again? I I sold him Yonks ago.
0: Yeah, I did too, Um, when he's probably a bit more inconsistent off the bench. He is a bit more energy to expend in a shorter period of time so he can rack up those attacking stats like what happened in in round one and uh, and a few times since, but a a bit more of a reliable scorer when he's playing those big minutes from the the starting role. Uh, Probably, if you've got him, then no rush to sell him and and see if it it keeps happening, but I certainly wouldn't be buying him back at this point.
1: I mean, this is the time of the year where you want to get your... Top 17 together as, as soon as possible, and you want as many of those guys to be, you know, absolutely safe, solid yeah. keepers. Um, so if it's a choice between someone like Kikau, who could still average, you know, 50 or 60, but could average
0: 45, mm. or a re- more reliable scorer, then go the reliable guy at this point. Of course, and for all those guys who scored well. Um, last time out, I don't think you can be counting on the uh, the Sharks to defend as badly as what the Warriors yeah. did in that game. Yeah,
1: season worst defensive effort by some stats from the Warriors. So yeah. Um, yeah, it's a bit hard to know. Yeah, how much of that was the Panthers, you know, good play and attack, and how much was it the Warriors bad play and defence? But um, yeah, we'll find out against um, you know take on the Sharks, who are a much tougher team, as you said. Mm.
0: We'll have a look at the at uh, the Sharks, who are. All year they've been uh, very underrepresented in uh, origin terms compared to what we're Mm. used to seeing from them in in recent years. Um, They have got uh, Valentine Holmes named to start at one. He was one of Queensland's best uh, on Wednesday night as he has been all through the series. Um, Played well, didn't look to be injured so I assume uh, we'll have him starting at at fullback as listed although it is a very short turnaround so potentially not. There might be a late reshuffle, keep an eye on late mail. otherwise um, for feed is probably the concerning one for me. What happens mm. uh, with his minutes and his points? Um, with Aaron Woods soaking up a, a fair bit of stats off the bench. Um, for me, uh, he's still got good enough minutes last time out to to put in a decent score he just didn't really get those attacking stats we're used to seeing from him so even if he averages 45-50 minutes for the rest of the season there's no reason that can't see him average you know 55 points a game which would have him you know still keeper status and still not worth selling.
1: Yeah so yeah as you said he had pretty much no attacking stats uh, and still managed mid 40s so and we know he can get tackle breaks and offloads and whatnot so um, yeah it'll this will be an interesting week for the Fafita decision for those who have him. Um, you know, If he scores in the high 30s, people I think will panic and sell him en masse next week. Um, but if he ekes out a 50, then he's probably worth keeping for the run home. I mean, as we've said before, we said last week, um, if you trade him, there's no huge upgrades. Um, yeah. you know, Ryan James is the guy that we talked about last week and he only scored 40 um, for the Titans. So, yeah, unless you haven't got Munta Powell,
0: yet, and even that might only be a five-point upgrade,
1: um, I'd certainly wait and see how it goes this
0: week. Yeah, for sure. Probably the other one worth talking about is Paul Gallon at lock who, yeah. um, despite Woods coming across and playing in the middle, has actually sort of increased his minutes um, over the past month and put in some some pretty good, I guess, Gallen-like scores.
1: Yeah, so he's, he's scoring like he has in past years, but only in the last three weeks, basically. Mm. Um, 90, 54 and 63 are his last three (coughs) games, playing about 67, 68 minutes a game, um, which is really good. So if he keeps that up, then he's, you know, obviously a a gun. Um, Still pretty affordable compared with those big guys, just because his uh, scoring had been pretty down for the most of the season. Really until a month ago, Mm. um, scoring, what, 40 points a game or something. So... Yeah, I, I don't know how confident to be based on three games in a row. I've seen a lot of you know forwards or players in uh, general have a purple patch of three or four great games. You can't rely on that continuing all season. But Gowan's done it before. He usually does it every year. So I don't know. I haven't got him in my team. But if an injury hits and if he scores well again this week, he's probably you know way up there on the list of replacements.
0: Yeah, I mean for myself um, Jaden Sewer who's currently sort of my 17th, mm. 18th man is a, a major upgrade target and Gallon's one of those guys I'm looking at along with Nathan Brown and, and Jake Yeah, and I guess the appeal with Gallon, like you touched on the, the purple patch that he's in isn't really out of the box, it's just a reversion to yeah. what we're used to seeing probably in, in previous years and if he is going to do that the rest of the year then he is under price, but he's also uh, not getting any younger by the time, catches up with everyone eventually. It
1: is interesting that Woods' arrival didn't affect him at all
0: yeah um, in
1: their last game it's hard to know how to read too much into one game but um, yeah he seemed to take minutes off for feeder and not off off going so we'll see if that's the same case this week they're up against a you know another good forward pack at the Panthers so um, yeah we'll probably get a bit of a clearer idea how they're gonna li- use Aaron Woods um, going forward Woods played I think 38 minutes in his first yeah. game for the Sharks he's usually a big minute player for
0: it was uh, his lowest minutes outside of injury for years yeah and, um, So, yeah, the Sharks
1: could play him for 50 easily. um, And he has to get those minutes from somewhere. So, we'll wait and see how. Um yeah, which other middle forwards lose minutes? Mm.
0: Elsewhere in the Sharks, uh, Jesse Romaine's still one of the better centre mm. options. Um, Wade Graham comes back from a cheek injury, pushing Scott Sorensen out. If anyone is still hanging on to Scott Sorensen, otherwise we will move on to the Knights up against the Eels, the second Friday game up there in Newcastle. Uh, the Knights are debuting Bulldogs-bound fullback Nick Meaney at fullback for Callum Ponga, who's out for another week or two with a hammy strain. Probably too short-term to be uh, jumping on Nick Meaney, unfortunately um they also get the the big news on the team front is getting Mitchell Pierce back who um his break even I I think his last game he scored 90 odd yeah um that's the game where he got hurt right at the end and, and did his peck so his break is not as low as it could be given that I think maybe high 30s um and a few people wonder whether he might be a, a keeper option for the run home given the the lack of great halves options
1: yeah so he was great last year um averaged I think 58 or something high 50s. Uh, for the roosters um you know doing a lot in attack uh, he started this season pretty quietly, and then the last few games, as you said before, he got injured uh he scored really well, including that last one so yeah he i mean he does he gets a ton of kick meters um especially with Ponga out, who adds a bit with kick meters um he should do a lot there you know defends well for a half um, it 's going to be their go to guy this week and next at least so yeah, the potentials there for some big scores um, yeah the fact he hasn't averaged 50 yet this season though and mm. if you buy him now you want to lock him in for the rest of the season so he's still a bit of a risk and he's you know first week back from uh, a longish term injury so there are risks there I'd probably wait and see how he goes this week yeah um, before considering him Hammond um, SS, he is in really good form mm. right now, uh, great buy from the Broncos. Um, so he's a bit of a left-field option. Bit of a point of difference yeah. type option. In the low 700s, um, Yeah, and, and Nick Meaney must be a, a decent player. They had the option of you
0: know, shuffling
1: Connor Watson to fullback, and That's what
0: him. I thought they'd do, especially given Meaney isn't going to be there.
1: Exactly, yeah. Um, Brock Lamb still might stick around, so that could have been a chance to play him, but they've opted against that, so yeah, it'll be interesting to see how Meaney goes. Probably more for Bulldogs fans than for
0: yeah. anyone else. Good. has got a couple of sneaky little decent recruits mm. next year, given the you know the constraints they've got on their on their signings. Um, let's have a look at the Eels, who uh, are desperate to uh, to get a win and try and claw themselves off the, the bottom of the ladder. Um, not a great deal doing. Tepai Moiroa comes back from suspension in place of Will Smith on the bench. Smith's out for a couple of weeks with a uh, hammy strain. Fantasy-wise, um, George Jennings still doing semi-reliable things mm-hmm. as a, um, a backup wing fullback slash centre. Um, Daniel Alvaro still producing some pretty solid numbers. Um, the current starting second row of Marata Nyukore and Brad Takarangi, I guess slightly interesting given Manu Ma'u now ruled out for the yeah. year.
1: Yeah, definitely. Um, and the other member of that back row was Nathan Brown, who's the one, you know, rock solid fantasy keeper in that team. Um, yeah, so interesting stuff there with um, Maywee gone for the rest of the season. Uh, Michael Jennings back in the team as well after yeah. being, you know, <coughs> dropped, in inverted commas, to yeah. New South Wales Cup last week when they had the bye. So, um, yeah, I mean, for me, it's pretty much Brown and everyone else is a risk in that uh, Eels team, depending on how their form goes, but um, yeah, a bit of value
0: there in that second row. Yeah, I agree. Uh, probably new core. He's done some good stuff, but I don't know if he's quite you know, cheap enough and reliable enough to be uh, any sort of cash cow. Yeah, so
1: he's in the 300s, isn't he? He's not, he's not in the 200s anymore. I think he's 320 <coughs> or something. He's played a few games. Uh, he scored in the 50s last game, playing big minutes, yep. um, do we think he keeps that starting spot for the rest of the season? I mean, he's in a position... Yeah,
0: well, I mean, the question is, this is Moroa's first game back, so does does Tepai get a run and then come back into the starting team and yeah, does exactly. that then bump Hikoré out? So given his price isn't rock bottom, it's getting late for cash cows anyway, he's almost certainly not a keeper, and even then his, um, his job security is a little bit questionable. I'd be looking elsewhere. Yeah, and if he does go back to the bench, um, his scores, as a bench player, aren't great this no. season in the
1: 20s or something. So yeah bit of a gamble there
0: next game of the round is the dogs up against the bunnies 3 p.m. on Saturday at ANZ um, a couple of uh, pretty good fantasy stories late season for mm. the uh, the dogs they have hit a you know obviously pretty unfortunate late loss to the the Raiders at Belmore last start out but their last two games have been a lot better certainly uh, attack wise and the two real shining lights fantasy wise are Reece Martin and young Lockie Lewis
1: yeah they've both been fantastic the dogs have had a weird situation where you know, it was crisis a couple of games ago when they lost uh, Woods and Embiid to mid-season moves. Injuries everywhere. But despite that, they've um, their form's been quite good, as you said. They've, they beat the Knights pretty easily, and then they should have beat the Raiders uh, last week. Um, in those games, yeah, both Martin and Lewis have excelled. Lewis is a great cash-out option. He probably still is. Um,
0: mm. He's uh, gone up 100K, but he's still, you know low 300s and negative breakers and he's giving
1: it he's going to give you it looks like 45 up to 50 points a game uh which is fantastic um in the halves especially where there's not a lot of great inform options right now so he's a good cash out reese martin is (coughs) is a keeper i said last week how important he was to my team um just because of how cheap he was but um Mm. fortunately his price is skyrocketing now because of that hundred it's going to keep going up in the short term, you'd think uh, 80 minutes second row who, who kicks goals
0: and can score tries. You know, mm. Fantasy gold, Absolutely, uh, yeah, perfect combination for fantasy coaches. They take on the Rabbitohs, who um, have a number of Origin players listed to play. We'll uh, wait and see whether mm. Damien Cook, Angus Crichton, and Dean Gagai back up. Um, two of those three in particular are extremely relevant for fantasy coaches.
1: Yeah, so they didn't back up after Origin
0: one. Yep. Uh, They did after Origin two, but it was a week. It's a
1: week. Um, Yeah. I mean, after Origin one, they went to the Titans and won, but it was very close. Souths were Mm. nowhere near their best, so they've got another, you know, opponent this week who they're expected to beat. But do they risk leaving those guys out? I I, kind of feel like if they're all right, they'll they'll Mm. play this week. Um, It's a bit hard to tell because they. You know the focus now is finals for south so they could be minor premiers if things go well um so they don't want to risk anyone who could be injured but you want to get you know they want to be firing on all cylinders as quickly as possible so mm. uh, i think they're a good chance of playing would be my guess um uh cook's the big one for fantasies in pretty much everyone's mm-hmm.
0: team um i'd still have cameron smith as captain ahead of him this week certainly this week with cook backing up from yep. origin yeah even if cook does play and he does start um, the odds of him potentially getting a few line breaks through the middle of the dog you'd have to think are, are fairly good but he's just had such a massive workload over the exactly. past six weeks 80 minutes in the middle all three origins making you know close to 50 tackles per game and still shooting out of dummy half he's had a wonderful series if I'm Seabold I'm probably resting him I don't know if he will I mean yeah there's no need to, yeah I- even if he started, if there's any way to give him a
1: rest during the game, if, if they're winning by. Yeah. If they're winning comfortably against the dogs, there's no point tiring out um, Cook uh, in a game like that. So we'll wait and see. Um, Crichton
0: probably plays. here in your yeah. side? He's in a lot of Yeah, teams. I've got Crichton. I can probably manage him out of the 17 this week. I've got a few forwards floating around, but yep. yeah, he got absolutely thrashed on, on Wednesday night. He got a really mm. long spell, and he looked completely gassed yeah. by the end of it, although he uh, he got a second win in the sheds from the uh, <laughs> looks <laughs> of the photos I'm seeing on social media. So good luck to, uh, to Angus. Um, but yeah, he's another one to, to definitely watch just um, in terms of his workload and whether Siebes chooses to, to rest him or not. Um, the, I guess the Cook one, they've obviously let Farah go back to the, um, yeah. the Tigers. They've got Adam Dewey on the bench who can play there. They've got. Um former Tigers backup hooker Matt McKilrick sort of come across in a bit of a player swap. So he, uh, every chance he comes into the, um, the 17 and also their their young gun hooker Billy Britton down there in Jersey 22. I'm not expecting to play, but um, pretty good hooker on the rise yeah, as well. Yeah, at the very least they have to name um, their updated squad, drop
1: a couple of guys off the bench by uh, Friday 3pm, uh, which is before the round starts.
0: So we should know by Friday afternoon. We, have a, we should have a better idea, you know, mm. if those guys are likely to play. Yeah and Seebs isn't a Ducks and Drakes guy, he's been pretty yeah. up front the whole time so I think if he knows he's not going to play those guys they'll be out of that extended squad on, on Friday. Um, next up we have uh, another Battle of Brookie or Battle mm. of Lotto Land as we get to call it these days with <laughs> the Seagulls hosting the Storm. Um, the Seagulls have been um, backing up their their Origin guys so you'd probably expect all of um, Tom and Jake Travoyevich and Daly Cherry Evans to play um, Tom and Jake have both also had massive workloads through the uh, the Origin period. Tommy, uh, nominated by coach Freddie Fittler as his player of the series, and I don't reckon he's too far wrong. He's been absolutely immense at the back for the uh, the Blues right through the Origin series, and uh, Jake was probably pretty close as well.
1: Yeah, they've both been fantastic, and they're both really good uh, fantasy options. They're both in my team, or Jake will be in my team by the time uh, Round 18 starts. Um, Getting him this week. I am. Um, Really solid option. Plays huge minutes at lock. Uh, is really busy. Should average fifty-five points a game yep. or better from the run for the run home. So um, uh, he's a good get. Uh, Daily Terry Evans, another guy who had a big game. Yeah. Uh, Wednesday night, uh, you could argue he should have been man uh, of the match. I would uh, argue that. Yes. Yep. Um, so yeah, it's a good sign for his, you know, fantasy prospects as well.
0: Um, he's coming off a couple of quiet scores at club level in in fantasy terms. Yeah, I mean. Uh, They've still got Hodgkinson on the bench, do they? Am I
1: making that? They do have him in jersey
0: fourteen, yes. Yeah,
1: so which means at least when while Hodgkinson is off, DC is kicking goals. But uh, yeah, I mean in in general, he should his scores should go up. I'm not too. He's in my team as well. uh, Not too concerned. Uh, I think he can make fifty
0: a game Mm.
1: from here on out.
0: um, They're the. Big ones. Probably uh, the question mark is Manasseh Fano. Yeah. Obviously well publicised off-field issues. Um, Manly seem pretty determined to uh, to keep naming him as long as they can. Potential, I don't know if the NRL can come over the top or if they're just going to wait and see, but that could then result in, I don't know, Hawkinson spending more time with Hooker, yeah. which take more goals off DCE. Uh,
1: I have a feeling he's going to keep on playing. There's
0: um, yeah. criminal charges coming,
1: but I think they, the NRL these days kind of wait and see how that plays out before coming in with suspension so yeah until anything changes there I think they'd probably play him I mean the seagulls in particular are, are so short on troops that yeah are kind of desperate to uh, to play him I think he's the only genuine hooker in the team you only fit one at the moment yeah, yeah right now so um, I expect him to play but you know the fantasy team shouldn't be relying on him too much anyway you would hope from here on in uh, Martin power I don't know if we've mentioned him is obviously the yeah star of that uh,
0: uh, Ford pack apart from well he wasn't Jake I bought him <laughs> <laughs> has he dipped off since then he put the skids under him a couple of weeks ago yeah so, kind
1: of so he and Fafita have, have got the top two averages in amongst front rowers and as I've mentioned there's lots of uh, question marks about Fafita
0: so if you need a prop to power still probably it probably still a buy, and it's certainly a hold. Yep. Um, they take on the Storm, who've named, I think, six Origin players mm. in, their, uh, in their 17. So again, this would be one for the late male, see so who backs up. You'd have to think the biggest question marks will be over Billy Slater, who um, yep. obviously had a wonderful Origin series and a, a wonderful... Game in his captaincy debut was, uh, as the the Maroons jagged one back, but not getting any younger and, you know, every chance, just given how important he is for the, the Storm's back end of the season, you'd think Bellamy will be tempted to, to rest him, just given, I guess, how good Jerome Hughes was yeah. there. Yeah, I think that's a very big
1: chance. Um, I mean, Hughes is a, a better fit at fullback than halfback. Um, it's funny, that they're full of um, fullbacks right now, That the Storm. Yeah. Um, you know, Munster, you could argue, is... Really, a fullback playing five-eighth as well. So, all that means Cameron Smith's uh, playmaking is uh, really valuable, which is great for his fantasy scores. They've been fantastic in the last, well, it's pretty much since he's uh, deep at the start of the season, that yeah. one or two quiet games. He's been awesome since then. So, uh, he's the obvious captaincy choice, and I don't think there's any other of those players in my team Have you gonna considering anyone else really for
0: fantasy it's not really I've got Cam Smith as captain and the rest of the uh, the 17 or the, the 21 even I don't have anyone obviously guys like you know Jerome Hughes can score well but far too many job security uh, issues to be relying on them in in fantasy yeah so
1: and as we've said I think we um, likely to see Hughes play fullback and maybe Brody Croft come in at it. Halfback this week, if they want to rest Slater, mm. then well, or Riley it, Jacks. Well, right, of course, Riley Jacks ahead of him in the pack order.
0: Yeah, for sure. Before we get notter. any further, a quick reminder that Enerall Fantasy is sponsored by Yui. Yui customers have saved over $1 million with Yui rewards on offers like $30 off Ticker Tech vouchers. Visit yui.com.au/slash rewards for more details. The next game of the round is the Raiders up against the Cowboys. Um, Raiders I guess still a mathematical chance of pressing for a top eight spot. Um, They'll need to win and keep winning if they're going to do that and uh, at home to a a team below them on the ladder this is absolute must win stakes if there to be any sort of chance. A couple of injury dramas out of their dramatic win at uh, Belmore last week. They've lost um, fullback Brad Abbey, who's already a stand in for uh, Jack White and who's been stood down. Uh, Abbey up one game with concussion after being flung to the ground late in that game, which means Nick Kotrick moves to fullback. They've listed Jordan Ruppiner to come back from a, uh, a hamstring injury that we thought was going to be quite long term. Uh, he's back early on the wing in Kotrick's place. They've also lost uh, prop Shannon Boyd to a, a calf strain they've named. Uh, Josh Papali at lock their Tuesday team list had Joseph Tarpany in the back row but he's since failed at the judiciary unsurprisingly and has been suspended
1: yeah so fantasy wise the big talking point I think is Nick Kotrick moving to
0: fullback um, yeah. for
1: Brad Abbey um, yeah a lot of potential there uh, Kotrick isn't in my team but I kind of wish he was at this stage um, mm. he's a great you know tackle breaking um, ball runner. Um, he's scored tons of tries, I think 10 tries in his last 10 games. Um, uh, and at least one try in his last eight or something. So that might not happen at fullback, but he should get a few tackle breaks. So uh, he's a really good option. You can play him in both wing and fullback or centre as well in fantasy. So uh, handy, you handy know, cover there at the, at the very least. Um, Jared Croker had a massive game last week mm. uh, against the Dogs. Eleven tackle breaks. I don't know if you can rely on that every week. It's his best game of the season yeah. by a mile. But
0: um, he's out at uh, Belmore this week for a Dogs Media Up and I had a yeah. chat to uh, Young Carrot Holland, and he was not real impressed with uh, how he went in that yeah. game. I think he realizes that he uh, missed a few tackles mm. and Croker ran amuck.
1: Yeah. So I mean, you know, against the Cowboys outside backs, Croker could do something similar. But um, yeah, you know, he's been a, a really solid fantasy for years so it's good to see him getting back into form but yeah Kotrick's the guy I'll be watching this week.
0: Probably time to start fa- phasing out Silva Haveli. he's uh, kept yeah. on a bit longer than we all thought he would but back to the bench now with um, Papali starting yep. and Hodgson at hooker it could be time to phase out Saliva. Um, the Cowboys, um, it's been a struggle of a season for them, guys that we thought were going to be keepers like Jonathan Thurston have not mm. turned out to be so, Jason Tamalolo is still a keeper, but probably not producing the explosive numbers that a lot of us were hoping for. Yeah, I mean he's doing enough uh, to
1: be, you know, easily the best fantasy buy in that Cowboys team. Um, and honestly, fantasy wise, there's not a lot else to talk about it than mm. Cowboys. Um, yeah, I mean, you know, they've had some close losses. Hopefully, they can turn it around a bit next season. But yeah, uh, yeah they've probably been the most disappointing. People have said Parramatta, but I think Cowboys from going to Going from most people's, you know, favourites to finish mm. top two, maybe win the cop, to be down where they are, what 14th place or something, it's been pretty disappointing. Uh, yeah, so Tamalola has been carrying again as he was last year, which is good for his fantasy scores at least. Mm.
0: Uh, young centre anari Tuilagi still kicking along and yeah. scraping together a few bucks. Not a not a keeper, and ideally not a top seventeen player. But given how bad centres have been in fantasy yeah. this year, he's probably it's not the worst result to to leave him as your you know backup centre or secondary centre. Yep, definitely. At this point, uh, the next game is the Broncos up against the Warriors Sunday two p.m. at Suncorp Stadium, um, Brisbane. I think have named pretty much everyone uh, involved in Origin to back up as well. You'd have to think um, James Roberts again with his. Achilles and so on, a chance of dropping out, especially given just how good Katani Staggs has been in his handful of uh, games at the top level. Um, the reshuffle, uh, Tavita Pangai Jr. is on the bench. Jaden Sue is still in the starting side for now, which is uh, nice for those who are still hanging on to him.
1: Yeah, so I, I think Sua is a good chance to keep the starting spot uh, until mm-hmm. Gillett's back. Well, Gillett's had another uh, yeah, another setback. It's it. another month or so, yeah. yeah. Um but despite that he doesn't really score more than 50 a game. So he's probably one to upgrade. Now he's a, you know, solid yeah. 40s player, good 18th man, but if you want him as a starter, this is the week to upgrade him, I think, which is what I'm doing and Same. sounds like what you're doing. Um Junior also probably one to upgrade back to the bench this mm. week. I mean, he can score well off the bench, but um you know, it's a bit like a kick out really where if he's starting, then fantastic. And if he's on the bench, then he's line ball and probably someone to upgrade.
0: Jermaine Isarco just keeps on pumping out oh, scores as well. Still
1: does. was <laughs> great last week Is what, 53, I think? Yeah. Um, yeah, we both sold him a long time ago. Way too early. As you can tell from way way the sound early. of our voices. <laughs> just
0: general disappointment.
1: Yeah, especially right now when he, like Kotrick, he... he fills both those outside back positions, mm. so really handy to have someone like him when you've got Kaelin Ponger out or any other injuries in the back there, so um,
0: yeah, probably keep him if you've got him at this point. Yeah, absolutely. Um, the Warriors, well, they were, they were bad news for Warriors fans and they were bad news for fantasy coaches last week. A million missed tackles, the worst mm. defensive performance of probably any team this year, it has to be said. Um, gun half, Sean Johnson, just the 19, I think it was three errors and six missed tackles. Um, Tohu Harris already missing, who's been a mainstay of a lot of our teams. Um, Peter who's in a lot of teams, I think got just 10 with a bunch of missed tackles. Yep. Um, Roger Tuavasa shek who a lot of people are looking at as a keeper in the wing fullback. Still got past 30, but um, by his standards, not, a, not an amazing score.
1: Yeah, not a great week for any of those guys, and you know, for those of us who are you know, keeping an eye on overall points and hope that the Warriors are going to come through with some big scores, that was pretty disappointing. Um, yeah, RTS the best of them, but... Yeah, so Johnson should back uh, you know bounce back. A bit mm. This week tough Broncos team in Brisbane uh, not great for a visiting halfback necessarily. Um so yeah, hopefully he can jag a few, you know, assists or a try or something to get his score back up towards 50. Um Hiku, I'm a little surprised is still in the team this week after that performance. But um,
0: mm. I guess the injury to Mamalo means yeah. Bill needs to start. But yeah, he's uh, he's going to need to uh, sort that out if he wants to stay in first grade. Yeah.
1: So again, because of that score and everything, another one to upgrade if you've still got Peter Hiku.
0: Yes, yeah, certainly not a, uh, a keeper. He's probably made more money than I expected him to from the start of the season. But you're talking yeah, to say I mean, he's yet? been
1: surprisingly good, like in attack, yeah, especially
0: true. he's been really good this season. But
1: uh, games like that mm. is.
0: Uh, yeah, not a great sign. Mm. He's also benefited quite a lot from uh, from having Torhu Harris next to him, and Torhu mm. Harris out for a, a while yet. So yeah, they really
1: missed Harris last week. Yeah, know.
0: so did I. <laughs> um, <laughs> next up, the uh, the Dragons up against West Tigers uh, Sunday afternoon out there at Cogra. Um, Dragons, I think have named pretty much everyone to back up from Origin uh, as well. Keep an eye on late mail for guys like Bourne, Sims, DeBellin if you've got them. Um, Fantasy-wise, it's been the same story all year, really, for the Dragons. I think McInnes is probably useful, but not in the top two hookers. He was okay last week without being explosive. Otherwise, I can't really see too many talking points there.
1: Yeah, uh, McInnes and Aitken, as we've said, uh, all year. Um, that's pretty much it. McInnes will give you 50-something a game, but uh, you know guys like Robbie Farah can probably do the same for a lot cheaper. So
0: if you haven't got him already, I'd be looking elsewhere. Absolutely, and uh, not really fantasy relevant, but good to see Jason Nightingale back on the wing, mm. Kurt Mann on the bench. I really, you know, I'm not an NRL coach. I don't know what he was thinking, but I, <laughs> I really struggle to understand why asking a guy who's been on the wing in first grade for a better part of 15 years yeah. to suddenly go in the middle and try and make 40 tackles was the uh, the best strategy. Anyway, moving on, <laughs> the Tigers. Um, a few fantasy talking points here as well. Uh, Moses Embo is still uh, doing just as well, if not better, at the Tigers that he was at the Bulldogs. Um, Robbie Farrow, we've mentioned already, and uh, talk about a bit more doing great things at Hooker. Ehsan um, Masters, one of the, the better centres this year um, going around. Thoughts?
1: Yeah, uh, agree with all that. Um, Farrah, d- do you expect him to play 80 minutes all season?
0: regardless of what happens with... Well,
1: that's that's the other big question there, I guess, is yeah. Josh Reynolds.
0: Exactly. And I don't think we've still quite got clarity around the no. Reynolds injury. Heard a few whispers, it could be season. Um, I mean, for his sake, I hope not. He's, he's had a real rough mm. run with it. But um, for fantasy terms, it would be handy if they only had one of Benji or, or Reynolds available for the rest of the year.
1: Yeah, so um, yeah, nothing official that I've seen from the Tigers yet about that. So uh, Benji back in a straight swap this week, which means there's no bench utility, bench hooker type that could take minutes off Farah, um, who, even if there was, he's an established 80-minute player. Um, yeah, so good chance he plays 80 for the rest of the season. He's still undervalued for mm. an 80-minute uh, hooker. His scoring's been fantastic, scoring in the high 60s on average yeah. this season. So
0: Easily the best average in fantasy. I know he's only played three games. Yeah, he's about five points clear of uh, Damien Cook at this point.
1: Yeah, and I mean, it's a little... He's been a keeper before, but yeah, he hasn't scored this well for
0: years. In a couple of years
1: for sure. Um, so, yeah, still a great option. Um, you know, th- there's a slight risk that Reynolds comes back in a month or something, and then you know, plays twenty minutes off the bench, and they bench Farah for twenty minutes, and he goes back to scoring forty or whatever. So that's the the risk, but I think that's reasonably low mm. um, at this point. Uh, otherwise, yeah, Isan Masters, rock solid, uh, Moses Mbai. Um, in good form at the moment uh, at fullback, yep. so, and he covers half as well, so a nice kind of depth option as as well, especially with the halves, as we've talked about. Struggling, um, that's about it for me, I think.
0: Yeah, I reckon, uh, I reckon Farrah's close to must-have uh, as much as anyone can be this week. Mm. Um, Last game of the round is Sunday night, I assume, because there's no Thursday game because of Origin, um, which is the Titans hosting the Roosters up there at Seabus Super Stadium. Um, Titans have got uh, Wallace and Arrow both named to back up from Origin. Ryan James, a little bit of a downturn. Uh, Last week, just the 40, I think is his first trialist game in about five (laughs) weeks, which is unusual for a prop, but it probably had to happen eventually. Um, Arrow really good all through the origin series enjoyed his move into the starting side um hopefully not too. uh he's probably got was it five days from from origin to this one so it's not yeah the end of the world for him and uh, he's a, an absolute keeper for the uh the run home
1: yeah definitely um another one of those must-haves i think in fantasy um, for ryan james yeah it could have gone either way in a titans pack missing uh aaron wallace the other two middles in that starting pack but um it didn't go the right way, the is mm. just kind of ripped into pieces, James didn't have much of an impact uh, with the ball, and um, I imagine most of his points came through tackles, but he had a few missed tackles as well, so yeah, um, yeah he'll probably improve like the whole team will with uh, the two Origin uh, guys back, um, still it's going to be a tough ask for them to lift enough to um, challenge the Roosters, they've got a decent record against the Roosters uh-huh. um, overall, I think they've lost the last couple, but... Um, pretty close overall, but
0: they were not great last week against mm. Brisbane. No, they certainly were They have been very sort of up and down. They're one of those teams that's capable of being terrible one week and really good yeah. the next week. Um, the last talking point I wanted to touch on there is AJ Brimson, who's named at 5-8th, mm. um, played five-eighth last week, and then he played 5 for Queensland under-20s <laughs> on Wednesday <laughs> night. So he's looking at three games in eight days. We said on the podcast last week uh, I certainly was expecting him to, to get pulled from the under-20s origin. That didn't happen. Um, I can't imagine Garth Brennan, given they are still a mathematical chance of a a late push into the the top eight if the the Warriors fall in a heap, that he's going to want to lose his starting five-eighths. So it could be a very big eight days for young ages. Uh, He's young. He's young. He's (laughs) He's young. He's under
1: 20, as we've just discovered. Uh, Yeah, I I think he plays. I mean, he's in reasonable form as far as the Titans go. Um, They need him and Ash Taylor Taylor to uh, get as much work on their accommodation as, uh, as possible. So I think he plays just a very... Big busy week. They got to win the Queensland under 20s. Yep. Wednesday night. So, good confidence boost there. So, uh, yeah, let's see how he goes. Is he in your team at the moment? Is he's, he's in my cover. He's in my
0: 25. Mm-hmm. I'm just thinking, I've lost Callum Ponga. If I start Lachlan Lewis in the halves, I can move Clint Gutherson to fullback. So, I'm potentially still yeah. not quite relying on AJ, but it's, it's to the point now I've only got maybe 18 or 19 scoring players. So, if sure. you know, I cook and yeah, cry and don't back up or yeah, whatever, yeah, yeah. then I'm to the point of really <laughs> relying on him, so I'll be watching the, uh, the late mail. I'll be you know, hoping he's 31 points, whatever he's going to get, is uh, <laughs> is worth it. And it is tricky with the um, Sunday night start where that late mail could be very late. He'd be a bit late to do much about it by then if he's, uh, whether he's in or out. Um, they, uh, they take on the Roosters, who um, have a TBC in the back row <laughs> because they named Victor Radley, who was suspended, uh, on Tuesday. Yeah. It was a bold strategy from the Roosters there. So he'd already been denied by the NRL the chance to serve his suspension in an under-20s game. Yeah. for Which I'm led to believe he was not eligible anyway, so it was <laughs> probably always a little bit of a long shot, but I guess points for... points for points, for for, points for
1: trying, yeah. So um, I guess with Boyd Corner out. They thought they'd try to keep their, um, you know, new rising star second rower in the team. If they could, but uh, didn't work. So we don't know how their starting lineups going to um, shape up exactly at this point. Uh, Ryan Madison is in the squad, so yeah. yeah, he's in the reserves. Uh, this could be his week to come back. If not this week, probably next week. Um, I, gu- I guess there's still people who have been holding him all this time.
0: There'd be some. Are
1: praying sure. that he's finally back. You know, great scorer when he does play. Um, could be a dark horse, you know, for the halves if he if he is back to his Best for those who are looking for a half replacement. Yep. Um, this week or next week, well, probably next week. You're not going to trade him in right now, unless you wouldn't think so. The Roosters announce that he's definitely playing in the next day or two. Um, otherwise, yeah, hopefully Latrell Mitchell and James Tedesco come uh, through Origin fine. They didn't pick up any notable injuries, but um, the Roosters could rest them against the Titans. So. Um, yep. Yeah. Yeah. I haven't really thought about that. Hopefully, I have my. Uh, <laughs> it's the end of the round, so it's if those well, guys pull out, you, you could yeah. be sprung with some emergencies mm. late in the
0: late in the round. It's as long as a turnaround as you can have out of Origin into the uh, yeah you know Wednesday Origin to the following round. And they're outside
1: backs and all that. It could just be whether the Roosters are playing it safe, knowing they've got a team who's bound for the finals. Mm.
0: Well, I mean Latrell didn't pick up an injury, and you'd have to say he wasn't the highest involvement mm. of the series. Um, so, I think he'll be fine. Tedesco um, had plenty to do, but um, hopefully, also will be okay. Can we get cracking on some questions. Why not? See if we've uh, got any that we haven't sort of covered off too much in the, uh, the team list. Start off with John Campbell. What do you think of trading to be Pango Jr. to Jairo and Callum Ponga to James Tedesco? Since I'll be running Brimson if I don't trade Ponga leaves me with two trades left.
1: Two trades is a concern. Um, yeah oh, I mean Tedesco is a great buy, but I'll be holding Ponga especially now. Um, the Knights are hopeful that he comes back next week in round 19 yep. and they say he'll definitely be back by round 20 so not really worth trading out the best uh, fullback in fantasy for the sake of one week so mm. hold him see if you can find another way to cover him. Brimson should be fine, assuming he plays. In the assuming he 30. plays, <laughs> um, but either way, I wouldn't. Yeah, I wouldn't trade Pongo for one week. Uh, Pango to Arrow, good trade.
0: Yeah, okay. I like that if you can afford it. Yep. Um, Virginia Trioli, unofficial. I don't know if the real Virginia Trioli is a big fantasy fan, but the unofficial version wants to trade out Sam Burgess and Pango Jr. to bring in Jake Tравоевич and another less obvious option. Um, those two out, I agree with. Jake Trebovich in, I agree with. In terms of less obvious options, I think you touched on Herman Sase before. It could be if you're looking for less obvious, that's probably one.
1: Yeah, um, yeah, and people do look, look for point of difference pod mm. players at this time of the year. I prefer just to go with the best guy you can buy. Um, uh, yeah, Jake Turbo's really solid. Yeah, um, if you can get a reliable 55 points a week, I don't think it's worth risking you know, someone else just for the sake of it, so I'll be getting him.
0: Yeah, Nathan Brown and Paul Gallon, probably a couple of other names you could look at. The Mount smart joker, our old friend, is back, and he wants to know how long Martin Yacore can keep his starting spot and if he's a decent cash-out option. Well, there's a chance he keeps it the rest of the year with Moo out, but mm-hmm. I guess uh, Tapai is the one who can really threaten that spot.
1: Yeah, so there's those few question marks there. There's that risk, there's the fact that he's not a pure cash-out and that he's, you know, 100 grand more expensive than... You know, genuine rookie. So if you picked up someone like Lachlan Lewis a few weeks ago, you could get him for 212 k whereas New yep. Corey's 320 or something. Um, yep. But it depends what your situation is, how much money you need to um, free up. Um, He's at least a chance of being a very cheap, good scorer if he does keep that starting spot. Um, the Eels, you know, they're done for the season, so
0: it could be a a case of giving a
1: mm. younger guy a shot in the starting team um
0: i don't know but it is it is a gamble for sure uh can of worms asks is will hopuwadi a legit option as a fantasy center given his move to fullback um he hasn't scored well how many games he had just the one or two since emby left uh yeah one or two <laughs> i'll check while we're discussing this but, but basically he's uh i think he is but we would like to see a little bit more out of him score-wise because I think he got 28 last start, something like that. Yeah,
1: so he can get a ton of run metres we've seen before um, uh, in games, and and for uh, in the Pacific Test he was great as well in at attack, um, setting up tries. So if he can bring any of that to the Bulldogs, that will be good. Um, yeah, centre such a tricky spot that anyone who can score 35 a game and up is yep. worth considering, um, and Hopewright he can easily get. You know some regular mid 40s. Uh, if he gets those huge run metres, so yeah, I don't mind it as an option at all.
0: Yeah. So just uh, to clarify, it was 28 against the Knights in his first game at fullback, and then 51 uh, against the Raiders in his second game at fullback, um, which is sort of more what we come to expect from him. That did have eight tackle busts in it, so I don't know how sustainable that is. It was a very open and, and frantic game, um, but yeah, like you said, he's known for, for big run metres when he does play fullback So. Um, yeah, it could do worse. could definitely do worse. Um, second one from Can of Worms, time to trade out TPJ. Yes, covered that one. Who would be a good pod? Um, or shall I get Ryan James or Josh Papali? Um, Ryan James probably a bit overpriced at the moment. Josh Papali backing up from Origin. I don't know if I'll get him this week.
1: Yeah, Papali's had a good little run of form in uh, fantasy for the Raiders, but um, yeah, his season average, I think, is still under 50 uh, James's average has been great. All those tries helped. Uh, as you said, he's really expensive, but he's probably a better option than Papali. Mm. Uh, anyway, despite getting forty last week, um, otherwise it's pretty much go the usual suspects. Whoever you don't have out of the big guns, Tapau, um you know the usual suspects. Yep. Gallen, I guess. Um, SES if you want to gamble, but as I've said, I think just go the go the safe bets if you can afford them,
0: for sure. Uh, Ross McArdle wants to know how we're both going in the rankings and how many trades we have left. Do you know your ranking? Uh, I can check. It's about 3,000. Okay. I think.
1: I've got uh, five trades left, which isn't many. I'm in the top 300, uh, which is good. So hopefully, I don't have to burn all those trades mm. in the next few weeks.
0: Yeah, I'm just over 3,000 with nine trades left. Probably. Um, Guilty of leaning a bit more on head-to-head than overall. Um, Also had one or two little mishaps this season, which haven't helped. We all have the mishaps. Yeah, copped a a battering in, I think, both buy rounds really, with a few uh, unfortunate scores or or absences. so you'll
1: find that. The people going for overall will have fewer trades at this point. Exactly. Uh, Higher rank and head-to-head, hopefully have six or eight trades
0: for the finals. Definitely. Uh, Clint Laslett says he's 50-50 who to choose out of Mitchell Pearce and I assume Adam Reynolds to bring into his team. Um, Pearce just got a back so. injury but Reynolds also can be injury prone. Of those two I would go Pearce.
1: Yeah, I mean it is a bit of a gamble at this point after Pearce is coming back from injury but um, yeah, Adam Reynolds. I mean neither of them are, are guaranteed 50 point players. Pearce last year was much better than Reynolds was uh, and he's... You
0: know, obviously the dominant playmaker at the Knights, so yeah, I'd probably go him. Reynolds uh, has been pretty consistent this year, and he certainly had his fair share of uh, conversions to take. Just yeah, given South's attacking form. He's been quite reliable, but I yeah definitely go for Pierce just for the uh, the greater upside. Second question from the Mount Smart Joker. He wants to know if Latrell Mitchell is a hold or a sell. His fantasy form has dropped, and so has his average. He's another one who uh, was going great until I bought him. <laughs> yeah, I think he's a hold. Um, yeah. It's Especially at the centre position where it's just been so. Yeah,
1: there's not a lot of great options. Uh, there's no one obvious standout option, at centre, I don't think. Maybe Masters, but even his savages. I think Aitken's
0: something. got himself yeah. back on top of the pops after that. True. Was it, was it 70 against the Eels two weeks yep. ago? he.
1: and he got 49 or something, I think, last yep. week. Um, but still, so Latroyd Mitchell relies a lot on attacking stats. Um, They've got the the Roosters playing the Titans this week. They're playing Manly next week. That's two games where the Roosters could score a lot of tries. So uh, I've got him. I'll be holding him. I don't think it's worth trading on Mm. a potential five-point upgrade necessarily unless you're flush with trades and happy to
0: spend them. For sure. Luttrell up against Branko this week. Branko and Hurrell in the centres. I think Branko's right side and Hurrell comes in for Cogley who was left side. Either way there are some options there I think. Yeah the uh, Titans fringe defense has not traditionally been watertight so it mm. could be one of those games where Latrell Mitchell's on 35 points after five minutes and finishes with 37 but points. Yeah, or something.
1: Hopefully he doubles that up at, at some Bit point point, gets a 60 year. or 70. Yep.
0: Um, just one or two more. Magic asks three trades left. Dallin Watanis-Lesniak injured. Uh, Sione Katoa the only wing fullback cover. What do I do? Use a trade or hold them? I don't know if Dallin's quite a keeper anyway. Yeah,
1: I'd trade him. If you, if,
0: if you had Ponga injured,
1: as I've said, then you hold him. But yeah, if you've got someone who's not an elite gun injured, then uh, then use the trade. Uh, he's out for a, three or four weeks anyway,
0: isn't he? So Yeah, it's at least three.
1: Yeah, use that trade, even though you've only got three trades left. And then fingers crossed that you don't get hit with any more injuries in the run home.
0: Mm. Mark Chessup asks Who do we pay for extra trades? Uh, May just wire me 50 to my PayPal and I'll It'd make be me nice, promises at all. Yeah. <laughs> if you find out, let me know and I'll buy a few as well because it's uh, it's been a struggle this year. Any final thoughts before we wrap this baby up?
1: Uh, I don't think so. I think um, yeah. I mean, it, it should be the case, f- you know, for a while. But pretty much all your trades from here on in, you should just be looking at your top 17. Uh, Try to get that finalised as fast as possible, so all trades after that are just to cover injuries, Um, try not to think too much week to week, oh someone had a big score, I should get him in. It's just going to be about planning for the the head-to-head finals if you've got it, or for the
0: last two months of the
1: overall race if you're in that race.
0: Absolutely. Well, thanks again to our sponsors, Yui, Know Your NRL, Prove It, end of the Yui Fan of the Week competition, and you can win your rewards partner vouchers each round. Go to Yui.com.au slash nrlfans to see how. Keep on the late mail, the fantasy uh, preview video should be live by the time you're listening to this podcast, and we will see you again next week.